so now you're wondering what's what's why why a ear and a tome and a toe actually I want to I want to continue this preaching series about leprosy from the Old Testament and I think God has called us to be to be in life live a healthy lifestyle I really do believe when you're following God God has a way that you're getting more healthy from day to day from week to week but there's a but Everyone in this building and even online, we have sometimes issues in our lives, even though we believe in God. And those issues are not so easy. I remember around two years ago when we started the Hashtag Jesus series, we do it actually every single year. And I had an issue, um, sometimes I had like a range, a rage problem, like, like a volcano. It came out of nothing and I could not control it at the meeting. And all of a sudden like, boom, I got so emotional. I know I'm a Swiss spy, you will not believe it. I got so angry and I could not control it. And I remember, it's not good if you're leading a church or a team or your family, it's not the best characteristics, right? Now remember, I asked God, from now to Eastern, I need a breakthrough and, and, and need a touch of you. And why in the world I confessed that to the church? Because I realized if you're super honest and if you don't hide your issues in the back, in the dark, I don't want to give the devil a hold. And the Bible says when you confess your failures to your friends, God will heal you. This was the reason why I confessed it in front of the church to all the thousands of people online, just saying everyone has an issue. And if you just ask God for a breakthrough, you will experience the breakthrough. And remember, it took me nine months until God gave me a revelation why I had this range problem in my life. And it's almost two years ago, and since then, the range problem never came back again. I really experienced a breakthrough, and I know God is good, and God is still in the lead. Amen? Let's give God for that a big round of applause, because it's an amazing story. <clears throat> so now, three weeks ago, before we start the Hashtag Jesus series, I was in the worship time here. And I asked God, what is, what is the, the issue for this year? Is there anything in my life uh, you want to you wanna change it? And here's the point. Uh, I've, every day as a leader, I have to make a lot of decisions, by the way. And sometimes, um, yeah, I work with people. You know what I'm talking about? If you work with people, sometimes it's difficult, right? And often I give a call via Telegram or WhatsApp, actually say, come on, this is the decision I made with my team. But then the last two sentences, usually, I put a little bit pressure into my sentence. Not manipulation, but a little bit like in soccer, you kick into the butt. Just a little bit to say, hey, it's serious. And God reminded me during praise and worship three weeks ago, hey, Leo, stop doing that. You are not 19 anymore. And I remember we had our small groups on a Wednesday, Monday evening, and I asked my team, what, what is your point? What is your issue? What has God spoken to you? What you should change? And I said, I explained them what I explained to you. And everyone starts to laugh. I said, why are you laughing? They said, finally. Finally, praise the Lord that God gave you this revelation. And I said, why, why, why are you laughing? I said, is this, is this really obvious? They say, oh my gosh, it's obvious. It's very obvious. And I like this culture in our church. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor, a leader, or just you attend the church. 
we are in the same boat. We want to become more like Jesus Christ. And is there anything in our life, we want to confess it, we want to pray for each other, and then we want to experience that God will, will, will create a breakthrough in your own journey. And I know if I share those things, it always gets so quiet because I started with my story. Now I want to ask you, what's your story? What is your story? What are your struggles? And uh, I, want, I wrote it down on, here on the LED wall, my questions. What are your issues? And you see here a lot of words. And maybe you have just one thing, maybe you have two things, maybe you have three things. But what I love about this new series, from now to Eastern, we want to we wanna look it into the mirror, even if it looks ugly, and we say, God, I have here a problem, and I need a breakthrough, and I want to see what is dead in my life when it comes to Eastern, the resurrection power of Christ will take place in my life. You know why is this important? Because if you have a fruit, two fruits, for example, and one fruit is bad, Maybe one area is bad in your life. It always affects the other fruit, right? It, it has a big effect if I have a range problem. It has a huge effect in my leadership, a huge effect also though to my own family. And that's why I think it's very important. I want to be the best fruit in the hands of God Almighty. Why the ear and the tongue and the toe? Because in the Old Testament was a guy who had leprosy. And leprosy had always an effect on the ear, on the tongue, and also on the, to the toe. And leprosy never just started on your body. It just eats a little bit the body part, but you're still alive. But after a while, it damaged your whole entire body. But leprosy just never started just on the body. Always started first on the clothes. And people could say in the clothes, there are some holes in the clothes. And their friends would say, oh my gosh, I see some holes in your clothes. I think you are in the process of becoming leprosy. But the whole thing, it started already in their houses, in their homes. When you study leprosy in the Old Testament, it's never just affected their body, it always started in their homes. What happens in their house that's some molds? And people could say, oh my gosh, my house has molds. That's the beginning of leprosy. God gave them a message in their homes, in their houses. Hey, you have a problem. It's like a warning light. And I wondered why in the world if we see a warning light, for example, a warning light can be your mom, it can be your dad, it can be your best close friends. They will say, hey, you have a problem with drinking. You have a problem how you talk. You have a problem um, maybe with drugs. You have a problem with, with girlfriends and boyfriends. You have to stop doing those things. Do you have friends like that? It's like a warning light. And you can say, oh, come on. It's just one glass of red wine. Oh, come on. It's just a little bit drunk. Come on. What's the problem? And I wondered why in the world, if close friends, or why in the world, even though we can see in your house, it starts the leprosy. Why are you not changing? Martin Luther a German guy said, the devil is like a painting artist. When you're going to a prison because maybe you did something horrible and the prison is ugly, the prison is awful. And in the first weeks, a prisoner will say, I'm here because of a reason. I'm here because it's my fault. I'm here because I made a huge major mistake. But after some weeks, a month, 
The devil is like an artist painter. It starts to paint a prison from inside out. And all of a sudden you will say, oh my gosh, but I'm not so bad. Of course, I did something horrible to a person, but check out, I have some good points in my life. I have some flowers here and there. My heart is good. I love the Lord. I go into the church, but the mold is just a small pretty part of my life. And this is what we do all the time. We will say, yeah, I know I have a range problem, but by the way, I'm a good husband. I'm loving, I'm charming, I'm trustworthy. And all of things out of 10 points, new things are good, but one thing, okay, it's not good. That's the problem that we have. It's the same people say, oh, I broke my leg. But like, what's the problem? The rest of my body is okay. We're doing this all the time. And that's why we give the devil, even though a stronghold in our life, and we miss the warning lights in our life. In John chapter 14, and this is one of my favorite Bible verses, because Jesus said, it's good that I leave earth. Because when I leave, God will send the Holy Spirit and he will talk, he will teach, he will explain you everything in my, your life. Hey, dear friends, here is a pattern I want to just share with you a little bit. If you have an issue in your life, whatever it is, sometimes it has a reason from your past, not always. Sometimes it's a connection with your past about things you did actually. Just ask the Holy Spirit, very simple, is there something in my life I should get rid of? Is there something from my parents or from my past? It's like a curse. And it just, I don't want to just move on. And you just ask the Holy Spirit this question because the Spirit of God will give you a revelation. You know, the world doesn't have the Holy Spirit, right? We have it. The best Holy Spirit who gives you a revelation. I remember some years ago, there was a family, um, they're, they're not attending our church and don't worry, they're not watching online. It's not no one here. It's very important when I tell this story. But we met that couple actually and I always felt this couple has an unclean spirit. Have you ever felt sometimes this unclean spirit? If you talk about those things with these people, they will say, what's wrong with you? If you preach with people from Africa, they will say, yeah, yeah, yeah spirits, yeah, yeah, right? But Swiss people say, what are you talking about? And I felt like something is wrong. And the next morning, our youngest guy, Stephen, he got a rash here, the whole entire body, a rash. And he never had that before. And usually you will go to the doctor, to the hospital, and they give you some medicine. And I remember, I said, Holy Spirit, is there a link? Is there something we did or something happened to us? It's like, in the unseen world. And the Holy Spirit gave me a word and said, yes, this couple is unclean. And when you're fighting a battle, the devil always attempts the weakest in your family. Do you know that? Always the weakest thing. Always the weakest. So that's why the rush has your youngest son. And what I did, I prayed and said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command that the spirit of sickness has to leave that body of my youngest son. And I refused that unclean spirit. And I said, amen, very loud. And I was very angry. The next morning, when our youngest son woke up, the whole rash 
was gone in one second. And here's the story, if you have an issue in your life, ask the Holy Spirit, is there a link into the, in, in the, in the spiritual world? Because often Swiss people that think, ah, because you're not in a good mood or you have a depression, whatever it is. This is always a warning light in the Old Testament. And this is for me the grace of God. Just ask him this question. And the guy with leprosy, he had to go out of the house for seven days. And he had to say, seven days, I am unclean. I am unclean. I am unclean. He had to go out of the house for seven days. They shaved the hairs after seven days. Go out of the house for seven days. Say seven days, I'm unclean and unclean and unclean. Here's the point. If you want to get healed, if you want to have a breakthrough, don't hide your topics. Be honest. Be honest. Say, I have a drinking problem. A drinking, 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 drinking problem. I have a smoking, 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 smoking problem. Announce it. If you don't do that, if you hide it, don't expect from God Almighty a breakthrough because you give the devil a stronghold in your life. And the number seven, if you study the Bible and I wrote it down, I just need the notes. The number seven means complete, completeness. Completeness means it's done. That means if you're coming to a point and say, I don't want to go on with that issues anymore. You are eager to change. Because I, I met a guy a week ago and he drinks a lot of alcohol. And I asked him, do you want to stop? He said, no. Why, why you do you want to stop? He said, if I stop drinking, I cannot handle my wife. Sometimes people drink because it's better to be drunk than to live in the house with a wife. There's always a reason why we do things in our lives, but completion means I want to have a stop. And then in the seven days, the priest will say, from now on, you will be clean. And check out, for seven times, they came to the priest, and I love it, and they took the dove into blood. And seven times they took the dove into the blood and spread the blood to the unclean guy. You're wondering why in the flipping world you're doing that. There is the link from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Here's the link and wrote it down. Jesus gave his blood in seven ways. In the Old Testament, we'll say seven times is a prophetic word what Jesus Christ will do on your behalf. Sweeting in the Garden of Gethsemane, the beating in his face, the beard torn out, scoring, the crown on thorns, pierce his hands and feet, the spear in the, in the side. For seven times, Jesus shed the blood that you and me, we will have a breakthrough in our lives. Isn't that amazing? Let's give God for that fact a big round of applause. It's on the Old Testament. You see salvation on the array. So in the Old Testament, it's so many numbers, right? And also illustrations and things you say, why in the world? It looks so religious. If, but if you understand it, it, it makes sense. Seven times was a prophetic verse. I'm cleaned and I'm healed in the blood of Jesus Christ. 
I cannot forgive you. Jesus Christ, he will forgive you. But on the eight days, and check this out, in Leviticus chapter 14, verse 10, on the eighth day, they must bring down two lambs. Why the eight days? The eight days means a new beginning. Whatever you have done in your life, whatever you will do in your life, there is always forgiveness and there is always a new beginning. And that new beginning is Bible calls grace. You don't deserve it. God will never give you what you deserve. We deserve punishment. We preserve regretments, but God gives us grace. And there's always a new beginning in your life. Whatever you did, whatever you will do, in the eight days, there is a new beginning. Is anyone glad that God has given you a new beginning? Come on, let's go the other hand. So let's go deeper in Leviticus chapter 14, verse 14. The priest is to take some of the blood of the guilty offerings and he put it on the lobe and on the right ear and on the thumb cleans. On the thumb and to the right hand, to the big toe and also to the right foot. Why the right parts? The right hands, it's always the leading hand. With the right hand, the father will bless his sons. With the right hand, you protected people. And God is saying your ear and your toe and your thumb, it's actually a leading part in your life. And here's the problem. We're saying falling down is human. If you do a mistake, it's human, right? But you lay in the ground is devilish. That means if you're not getting up, the devil will have the glory, right? When you fall, it's human. Laying down is devilish, but getting up, it's godly. And even though if you get up and you say, I am a son and daughter of the Most High God, still I'm wondering that a lot of people walking around with shame. Why shame? You have to straighten your crown as well. Here's a guy in, in our church. He's divorced. And he's not coming to church anymore. And I said, but God has forgiven you. There is a day eight. It's a new beginning. You can have a restart. He said, you know, if I come to the church, I feel so shamed. Well, people talk, people think, that's why I will not come. Even though if Christ has forgiven him, shame is leading him. And there's a difference between shame and also guilt is on the screen. A guilty guy will say, I did something bad or I did something wrong or I have sinned or I have failed. This is guilt. But Christ died for our guilt, right? But shame means I am bad. I have a mistake and I'm a sinner and I'm a failure. And even though if Christ has forgiven you, we're walking around with shame. And this is the position what the devil likes the most. Have you ever checked out the difference between a, a fly and a bean? A fly eats from dust, from dirty places. That means I did something wrong and I deserve something wrong. But the bee, he eats from the flower. And we Christians, we are born to eat the blood of Jesus Christ because he died on my behalf and I'm not a sinner anymore. I'm not a failure anymore. I am forgiven and restored as a new beginning. That's why God Almighty has restored me. That's a different message than the world has. 
You say, Pastor Leo, that's a no-brainer. But now go a little bit deeper. We're living in a culture right now. If you make a mistake, you lose your sponsorship. For example, there's a very famous tennis player. He's not from Switzerland. He has no vaccination and he went to Australia. And he lost the sponsorship of a lot of big companies because he did something wrong. And the world will say, you deserve that they take away the sponsorship. And even though if you're a sports guy and you'd say nothing anymore in the season of the world, they will say, we take away the sponsorship because you don't get up and have a voice. Our world is getting very crazy. And God said to me, if a sport guy does a mistake, what he say or who is voting or whatever, are you with me? They will lose the sponsorship. And God said, I, I will never do that. If you make something wrong, God will never take away the sponsorship of the Holy Spirit. Never ever and never ever and never ever hey this is this is different to the world because you cannot lose the sponsorship of the holy spirit whatever you did in your life because the holy spirit is my healing power my force in my life my helper my advisor god will never take away the holy spirit from us we have the biggest sponsor in our life can i hear an amen you are so quiet, flipping, flippers wrong. Hey, 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 hey. You behave like a Swiss church. I don't get it. Don't tell me you are not from Switzerland. Hey, people, the sponsorship can never take it away. I tell you why. Because God has given us the Holy Spirit, even though in the Old Testament you did something wrong, the priest will say, God will forgive you seven times the blood of Jesus Christ. And now check this out. And this is the flipping part of this message. Also my, the good part of the message. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's my, my English is not my mother language. But in Leviticus chapter 14, verse 17, now comes the sponsorship. The priest is put some of the oil remaining in his palms of the lobe of the right ear and to be cleansed and to the thumb of the right hand and to the big toe and the right foot and of the top of the blood of the guilty offering. With other words, when you did something wrong, Jesus Christ forgives you seven times. But then God gives you the sponsorship of the Holy Spirit. And this means whatever you did in your life, there's always a new beginning, but the Holy Spirit was never taken away from you. Why the ear, the lobe, and the tongue? The earlobe stands for anointed to hear. You are anointed to hear. The tongue means anointed to take actions. And the toe means I'm anointed to go. And this is the message today. Whatever you did in your life, God has forgiven you. Get up and receive the biggest sponsorship ever, whatever you did, because God is different than we behave in our world. So my friends here on stage, they will share with you what the anointing means. And check this out. If you have a, if you have a camera, this is, this is awesome. 
Yeah, for sure. I take the anointed ear. And there is a Bible verse in Isaiah 50 verse 4 where it says, Every morning he, which means God, awakens me. And not only myself, but also my ear. So that I can listen like a, like a disciple is listening to encourage others who are weary, who, who, who are whatever. He awakens my ear. And I'm so touched by, about this Bible verse because it says to me, everything is ready. God awakens me. And he gives me an ear that is able to listen so that I can hear the words in order to encourage others. And when it comes in terms of encouraging others, I always have the picture of an airplane in mind where they say before they start, before they take off, they say, in case of whatever, and if oxygen masks fall down, take it first for yourself before you help others. I clearly understand that. And it's so, it's so great picture because before you encourage others, God has something to say to you self. And every morning it's ready for us. And that's why I get up early because I know I have an anointed ear to hear for myself. And then I eat the word and then I encourage myself. And because I'm filled with the word of God, with encouragement, because I have an ear like a disciple to hear, I will be able to encourage others. And this is something so powerful to work with that anointed ear. Amen. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Sometimes I am in conversations where I really want to bring in the love of God, but I really don't know what to say. And afterwards, I wish I had said at least something. Can you relate to this? Yeah. But I understand something. And a few weeks ago, um, I asked myself, why was Jesus a carpenter? I mean, he, as the son of God, had the duty to come to this earth and to tell the people about the good news. So why did he learn a manual job? He was the son of God. And I had this in my mind and I read again through the gospel with this question and I experienced something and I noticed the following things. There are some verses where it says, Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him to the village. Jesus took the hand of the daughter of a Jewish man and made her well. He took the children in his arms, laid his hands on them and blessed them. Jesus used his hands to bring the kingdom of God down on this earth. He touched people and they get healed without speaking one word. And I think that's crazy. Jesus knew that we love to create something with our hands like he did when he was a carpenter. We love to work on the laptop, to shape something, to work with our hands, but he knew that we can use our hands not only for the work stuff, but only to bring the kingdom of God down on this earth by touching people and they can feel the touch of the Heavenly Father. 
so that when you can embrace your friend, that they can feel the love of God. And we're blessed with our hands to embrace this world so that they can feel the divine embrace for a heavenly father. That's something we can do with only our hands. And that's crazy. The third anointing was the anointing of the big toe. Now, a couple of days ago, I had a wound on my foot. So what I did, I anointed my toe, of course. I took this wound healing ointment and put it on my feet. And the power of the anointing is, as soon as it is on your foot, it works. It heals the foot. So the anointing of the toe could make me go again. So I did that. So afterwards, I went to the kitchen, made me a cup of coffee, went to the bedroom, chose my clothes for the day, and then went back to the bathroom. And isn't it great that anointing just works and heals your foot? But then I looked down on the floor, and I've seen these oily marks all over my flat. And that's exactly what anointing does. Yes, it does something inside of you. The Holy Spirit works inside of you. It makes you more like Jesus Christ. It brings heaven down into your life, into your heart. But your anointing always leaves oily anointing marks in other people's lives. Wherever you go, expect that on Monday when you go to work. You will leave oily marks wherever you put your foot. When you meet with your friends, you will always leave oily marks, blessing marks, anointing marks. Because the Spirit is alive inside of you. On my last birthday, I invited my family and a lot of friends also from my church, but also a friend from university. So he was there and afterwards he told me he needed two weeks to think about what he experienced. Why was there so much encouragement? Everybody talks positively about each other. They love each other. There is a peace that he felt. Why was this like this? And it makes me, make, make me realize the anointing that is on your life always leaves a mark in people's lives. Come on, thank you. Church and also online, the last three weeks you spoke about what is your characteristics, it's poisoned. And I think it's very important that you look into a mirror for a moment. It's, I know it's not comfortable to do that. But I think it's very healthy because everyone has something and I think God give you a revelation about that point. But then it's also important that you know in the story of the leprosy guy, there's always forgiveness. There's always a new beginning. If you take it seriously, there's a breakthrough and healing takes place. This is what the world doesn't able to do. But God is God of healing. Healing power has never stopped over all the years. But then when you confess it, God will anoint you again with the Holy Spirit. And you're going out. And you have a story to share because you experienced the breakthrough in your life. You could say, I was a porn addicted guy, but now I'm free. I had an alcohol issue, but now I'm free. I had a range issue, but now I'm free. This is the story that God wants to use in your life. And that message, no one can say it's not true. If you speak about Jesus, they can say, oh, come on, stop with Jesus. I don't believe it. But your story is real. And in your story, there is a reason because Jesus Christ healed you, 
transformed you, restored you, has a breakthrough in your life. And that's why God will use you with your story because your story is not over yet. God is always a God of the new beginning. And that's why the anointing on your ear, on your tongue and your toe, it's a message. I want to hear, I want to be obedient, whatever God speaks to me. At church and also online, we have some questions on the screen. And just reflect that for a moment. And then after some minutes, I will come on the stage. We will sing a song. And in the song, I want to pray together that God anoints us, our hearing and our doing and our walking. Just reflect that for a moment, two questions. And we stand for a moment also online, also the microchurches around the world. Let's close our eyes for a moment. We're living in a very crazy season at the moment, the last two years. First, the coronavirus broke out and the whole entire world was in a quarantine and lockdown, social distancing and all those things. And it has done something with our soul and I heard from so many people they are tired of their marriage they're tired of their kids to being home every day in a small apartment some issues came up they could not deny it anymore and now coronavirus is over in Switzerland but only here but now the war broke out in Russia and Ukraine. And we have friends in both sides. 
I have Russian friends and I have friends in the Ukraine and in Poland and all those nations. It seems that the world not coming to a rest anymore. We're going from one tragedy into the next tragedy. And we do whatever we can if helping people open our homes and houses. We do everything what we can in our position. But there's one thing what I cannot do for you. I cannot change you. In, in a season of pressure, if you press a banana, it comes out banana. If you press a lemon, it comes out lemon juice. The last two years, God has pressed us. and Whatever comes out is in you. And that's why for me this preaching series is key. It's very, very key. Because I don't want to give the devil the glory. And I want to want to finish my life strong. I want to finish my race like Paul said. I want to finish the race. I want to win. And I think this is a season for the whole entire church around the world. We cannot play church anymore. We cannot do church anymore. Church has never been a building. It's never a, a construction. It's always a person. Hey, thanks for watching. Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye